0: Good evening. Are you ready to take another step onto the narrow path? Welcome back. This is a journey to the Gate podcast. I'm your host, George William Poslowski, and let's go for a walk. Welcome back. Today, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke, chapter 24, verses 13 through 35. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called a mouse. And they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them. But their eyes were preventing them from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walked along? They stopped, looked downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet, mighty indeed in word, before God and all people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they indeed had seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us, went to the tomb and found things just as the women described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, how slow of heart to believe all the prophets, all that the prophets had spoke. Was it not necessary that Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted them, would refer to them as all in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on further. But they urged him, stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that while he was with them at the table, he took the bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. But that their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. But he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and to open the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and return to Jerusalem where they found gathered gathered together the eleven, and those who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised, and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way, and how he made how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Are your hearts on fire? This is the resultant glory of opening the Word of God each and every day, intentionally. Every morning when I wake, I pray for the ears to hear and the eyes to see. This is so I don't miss a single thing that He has for me. But the truth is, not every day burns as hot as others. Some days, it's just a smolder. Coals are hot, but there's no visible flame. Some days, it's a struggle just to find the words to write and speak. It's been 1,255 days since I started this journey. And some of those days, I've sat here for an hour or more, completely blank. It felt like the fire to do this was gone. There are days, recently, that everything has just seemed like it's too much. And I'm ready to hang it up. But there's always a fire in me to get up early, be with our Lord, stay in the Word, and push through whatever I'm feeling that day. Even when it's not a visible flame, or I could feel the heat, I know it's there. Literally, it's my life force. It's my strength when I feel weak, my ears when I'm deaf, my eyes when I'm blind, The fire always remains. The question is this, will I feed it today? Will I put Christ above everything? Is it a non-negotiable to me? Will my prayer actually ring true? Give us this day our daily bread. Remember when the manna would appear each day in the desert and they complained about only having that to eat? Feeding our soul is first and foremost. The Word is one part of our daily bread, our nourishment. It's what sustains us. It's what keeps the fire alive. It keeps the connection open. And it keeps Jesus present with us each and every day. Thank you, Jesus, for never leaving us alone. Thank you for being there even when it feels or seems like you're not. Even when our eyes can't see. I'm praying for you today. Please pray for me as well. And I'm wishing you nothing but love, light, and truth. Thank you for listening to our dad's podcast, A Journey to the Narrow Gate. And if you want to keep receiving the word of God daily, please follow or subscribe and leave a review. Keep listening because God is working all things for good. We love you and we are are praying praying for for you.